part of blindsidepods.com. I mean, God, you people are so stupid. The point is, the, the, the frustrating aspect is that I talk to my parents, I talk to friends and family who are really like, well, the reason I am is because I can set the dialogue for the city. Thank you, Curtis. Hi. No MHB today, and we certainly hope he is back soon. Uh, MHB has been tough to get a hold of lately. So in absence of him, I figured I'd come on and do a little show and do a recap of the festivities yesterday. You know, it was great to go to my very first Klan rally. I still got my white sheets in the dryer right now. Burned across. Oh, it was a great time. At least that's what Murchison would probably have you believe tomorrow. Hey, it's DEC. Welcome. I'm working on getting a weekend review done for today. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get it done. I think Murchison uh, shot a dart into me or something because I burst uh, something in my elbow and it's blown up about the size of a tennis ball. But I thought I would tell you a little bit about the rally. And if you were not there yesterday, you missed out on something great. I would say overall, Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard do things like this quite often around live shows where you get like one-to-one with the hosts of the show and they spend the, you have to spend about a hundred dollars to do that. And everything I'm going to talk about, you got for free yesterday. And I think that they are underpricing any future event going forward, but I think it says something about the community that we have everything today outside of the fact that people were just blasted out of their minds is it felt a lot like an AA meeting. It was fellowship. It was friends. It was hanging out. It was singing. It was kumbaya. It was the opposite of everything that Murchison would tell you. This has been what Kirk and Jerry have done uh, how they've been hateful to other people. There was there was nothing but love, baby, yesterday. So I got there with a friend, Chris. This was sort of a uh, kill two birds at one stone, my buddy Chris, that we have not hung out in quite a while. This was something that we could go and hang out with, and, and we could support the cause. So when we got to the Peace Abbey, we got there at about 1140-ish, which was the magic time. If you got there after 1140, you were stuck in traffic. Uh, if you got there before, you you could get right in. And uh, there were exactly 50 people there. When I got there, there were three to four cops, and the cops just kept coming and coming and coming. And I think by last check, there were at least nine cops, including some state police. And they had told some people that Bob had called a number of times, and every time he called, they had to send another police officer there. I think there was like a three-to-one ratio of people to cops which is ridiculous. There was there was nothing that we were doing that was unruly or out of hand that required anything, but I think it was an intimidation tactic. <clears throat> they wanted people who were driving by the Peace Abbey to think that there was something really nefarious going on. There was a black SUV right out of sight that just was parked there, I think by library or some public building with tinted windows, real cloak and dagger stuff. And it was just ridiculous. I don't know if it was an intimidation tactic or they're trying to record something. 
I talked to John Featherston, who did a great job in helping to organize this. And he thinks that he's there. He's going to put a information act request in on Monday to get all of the body cameras. So the cops told us they had body cameras on and they were taping everything. Not as though we weren't taping everything too. Well, so he's going to try and splice that and make it look like it was, um, you know, Charlottesville all over again, which is, which is ridiculous. But I don't know. They took our pictures. We stood there, weren't intimidated. So I don't know what's the next step. So I'll, I'll walk through some of a timeline of events. We got there. We're hanging out. Uh, Linda Marks was there. You're going to hear on Monday's Kirk show that he uh, he's a little disappointed in Linda Marks. Linda Marks apparently was, I don't know, I think she was at an old age home the night before singing to 20 people, and she blew out her voice. She had no voice, and apparently she needed internet for her piano because she had a piano there, so we had to play a recorded version so that we could sing to this. Um <laughs> the wedding. So I think the husband was a big Mena fan. Not so sure about the wife. She didn't look very happy at all. She was crying in the corner. Uh, apparently word had gotten out. Funny how that happens that you take pictures on social media with uh, people with blue check marks there. And your family and friends find out you really got married when you weren't supposed to be. So there was a little bit of drama around that. But Linda Marks blew out her voice, so we couldn't hear her sing. So somebody went up to the uh, microphone and played a version of Heroes from their phone into the microphone. And we had a sing-along, and that was friggin' fantastic. Uh, Kirk surprised us by showing up in the back and just screaming at the top of his lungs like a maniac. Uh, that was hysterical, because I was in the back. I got a, I got a good view of it, and I was able to tape a bunch of stuff. I'm hoping... If I can get my ass in gear and do a week in review, we can do something with that. Jerry Callahan showed up. We were all wrapping up and ready to walk away, and Jerry Callahan showed up. So he was there for countless seconds, but he did spend about 45 minutes talking to uh, Dave Cullinane afterwards about the show. So Cullinane was late because Jerry, from what I understand, wouldn't stop talking. He might still be there talking to one of the oak trees. So there's that. But he didn't show up at Jack's Abbey afterwards. And that was a disappointment. But overall, we were incredibly peaceful. There were a lot of the parody accounts there, which was really, really strange. People coming up and saying, hey, I'm, uh, I'm Breadline Callahan. Um, giving their names and <laughs> it's just this weird code that we were all talking in yesterday. If you missed the prayer service, you missed a lot. It was fantastic. You can find it on Kirk Menahan's show on Facebook. They threw a drone up there and covered pretty much everything. So you got a size, you got an idea of what the 50 people look like. And you also got to see really a lot of what we were doing. And I think that ended up being smart because if you go back and you start going and, and, and Bob goes back and he starts trying to cut up video you have something to compare it against. You'll see what's out of context and what is not. So I think that was the idea of just to put it up on social media, but it's going to be a great idea to have that to say, no, here's the whole picture, and this is what this looked like. So Kirk's brothers were there. They uh, apparently tongue-kissed. Uh, I didn't get a chance to talk to Stephen Providence. That was a, a disappointment. He was dressed up as Getro Man, 
He came up, shook my hand. I had no idea it was him. Uh, so afterwards, uh, oh, oh, by the way, Rich Kelleher. You know, Kelleher's actually a really nice guy if you get to know him. But man, he he screams for attention. He was looking for attention from the moment that he showed up. I would say Kirk showing up in the back and screaming at the top of his lungs was less noticeable than everything Kelleher did for the day. And I didn't realize that Kelleher had this cult that's around him. Nice group of guys, but it's very clear. Kelleher gets up to walk to the bathroom and six guys follow him in from behind. So afterwards, we went to Jack's Abbey. It's a brew pub. They do pizza. We had our own room, which I ended up standing outside the room most of the time because it was so packed. It was awesome. Pizza was awesome there. Service was awesome. The atmosphere was awesome. <coughs> Pardon me. I'm coughing like crazy today. Uh, it was awesome. Everybody got blasted except for me, my buddy Chris, maybe um, maybe Kirk. And it is always great to be the sober guy in a room full of drunks and all the stuff you see. I mean, people were just loaded there. Um, but it was great. So Kirk later on ended up saying to me, boy, you're, you're awfully quiet today. Yeah, yeah, I'm quiet. I don't know if I'm going to go up to you and shake your hand. And you're going to piss all over me later on and say, oh, look at this guy. He's coming up to me. He's, he's bothering me doing all this stuff. So I was a little afraid of some of the people to come talk to them. But for all the stuff that you hear on the show about Kirk and antisocial behavior, uh, I will tell you, me being introverted and not really liking talking to people, I would have had a hard time working the room the way this guy did. So Steve worked the room. Mike worked the room. Oh, I got to talk about Mike's mom. Steve worked the room. Mike worked the room. Kirk worked the room. And this experience of, of having some free food, the booze, the booze was on you, but having that experience of going and having drinks, having food with the people that you're listening to on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. They do this before their live shows. And I think that is like a hundred or $200 a head. Then there's like this VIP experience day of the show, which is about $75. A typical show is $35. This was all free, except for you showing up, paying for your own beer mingling with the show you want to hear. And then, and then afterwards they tape Monday's show. There was no cost for that. That if you're talking at a bit, looking at a business in customer service is amazing customer service. So the shit that these guys get are un, unfreaking believable. The fact that we, you, you got to, you got to hang out with some of these people who your hero, the guy you like to listen to every day, you can have one-to-one -one conversation and each one of these people gave you time is unbelievable. I would say the show should stop thinking about with a live show doing finding the cheapest place that they can find and just go all out and just book the best place because you're going to get that money back. You're going to end up with several hundred people wanting to see a live show. So, so boys, just go ahead and do it. A uh, couple of things worth talk oh yeah he took pictures with everybody like i i was not going to ask for a picture because i'm not really that type of guy kirk asked take a picture with me pulled me aside had a picture with patrick had a picture i had a picture with everybody um <laughs> so th this was a funny conversation somebody came up to Colin and i and we were chatting we're chatting about this the 
the state of radio today. Really terribly boring stuff. Inside stuff, geek stuff. <laughs> Something you would never be interested in. And somebody came up to us and said, hey, um, who would be the next guy after Felger? If Felger were to leave, who would host that show? And he said, do you think Jimmy Stewart could develop another radio talent the way he developed Michael Felger? And <laughs> Cullinane did the in-person act that he does on Twitter where he turned around and flipped out on this guy. What the hell are you thinking? You think Jimmy Stewart has ever, ever fucking, ever fucking developed anybody in his life? He didn't develop Felger. He couldn't develop another guy. Just going nuts on this fan. It's true. I don't think Jimmy Stewart developed that, but it was just, it was so funny to see. He said, we're having a good time. He's drinking a beer. Somebody asked him a question he didn't like, and he just flipped like that on him. Great. It was like the personification of, uh, Everything that you see on Twitter. He is what he is. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Mike's mom. Yeah, I, I don't know what her, the actress's name, the best one I could describe, I think her name is Annabella Scalara. She's the one that Ronan Farrell was doing impressions of on his audiobook. She would be the best person to put that in your mind's eye, and that's about what Mike's mom looks like. Uh, Mike's mom is a handsome lady. In the wrestling world, uh, because wrestling is predetermined, the, the term that they use is selling. So if you're, you're getting punched, you're getting slapped, you're, you're being put into a figure four, because it's not intended to be painful, that look of they're getting beaten up and painful, that's called selling. Let me tell you that Blind Mike's stepfather is a great salesman because he is out of his league with this woman. I saw him, I saw her, and... Props to you. Let me give you cheers. Raise my glass in the air. You do well. I would, I would almost say that I question Blind Mike's sexuality in the fact that he doesn't want to screw his mom. His mom is so hot that I would justify incest. Um, nice looking woman, nice lady. Didn't talk to her. Afraid as hell after I, after I did some bits with that. I wasn't going to stay away. But Blind Mike said, uh, now that... Mom has met Kirk. I think that the bit will go away. I'm pretty positive of that. We're never going to hear about her uh, again. I met the warthog. And even though the warthog is a descriptor for always sunny in Philadelphia, if you didn't know that and you just heard this term, the warthog, apt discretion. I met the guy, Jackson, who calls in as Mark Moroso. So if you didn't know... Mark doesn't actually call into the show because if he did, he wouldn't be as humorous as this guy. That guy was great. Um, I, I was kind of shocked. The people who wanted to come up and say hi to me. Again, I'm like a mind your own business type of thing. I'll blend into the surroundings because for the most part, <coughs> this was the this was the Star Wars cantina scene. Um, it was it was absolutely wild. Um, I, I met so many people and I was shocked. I'm always shocked to hear the people who listen to this podcast. Uh, it, it was great. It was great to meet people who are really normal, who listen to this podcast of all age. I saw people in their 50s and 60s, saw people in their 20s, uh, took every photograph on there. So you're going to see what I look like on Twitter, I'm sure, last night or today. My picture's out there. I'm glad I dressed up or, or I dressed nicely. 
Uh, I'm sorry, Blind Mike. You told me you were horribly offended by me because I didn't come say hi to you earlier on. But I saw you talking with people, and I know that you can't see well, and I, I really didn't want to spook him. Uh, let me tell you also who's a great salesman, and that's Blind Mike, because we got to meet Alba. Alba's out of his league. Let's be honest about this. I'm, I'm going to tip my hat to you, Mike. Uh, you uh, you outkicked your coverage there. Um, and we ended up we ended up meeting up again at Chick-fil-A, and it's so nice to see how, in a sense, she takes care of him. Like she, so we talk about Blind Mike, and we know he's blind, but until you see him, you don't get the experience of he's blind and he needs help. He needs help to get around. And she is, she is great. Um, really took care of him. And, and that was nice to see. Uh, people asked about, a couple people asked about the playlist. So I made the playlist. If you have Apple Music or if you have access to Apple Music, I created a Kirk, Kirk Minahan podcast playlist so i'm putting in there either stuff that has been played on the show or has been inspired by the show on there and as i hear music i'll add some stuff there so if you want the the kirk experience and apple music uh it's there got to see monday show monday show is going to be great feidelberg will be a guest i'm did not get to hear that part of the interview but i'm looking forward to seeing it uh i will tell you the other guy that everybody wanted to hear from was MHB. There, everybody from Kirk on down was disappointed not to see MHB. Not because, not for any other reason that he should be part of this world. He should be one of those guys that you see here. And I know the guy's busy. Man, he missed out on an opportunity. MHB, you missed out on an awesome, awesome time. And we hope you're around. So we haven't done a lot of podcasts. The plan was to do one Friday night. But I figured we weren't going to do one when I saw that MHB was at the gym screaming into a camera about Kelleher. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to keep the seat warm for MHB. But I had a conversation with Patrick. We may do some stuff with Patrick. I've got this idea of open up the, the audio channel on Discord and kind of just do a roundtable through there. I can kind of lead it and try and keep the crazies under control. And... When MHB can come on here, MH, we're going we're gonna to do stuff with MHB. If MHB has some times where he can't do it, we're going to find other ways to keep the community active because that's what this is. The idea of the show was that we have a place in the community to talk about what we love about the show because back in November, there was nothing but audio silence. Um, so we're going to keep that up because I want to. This is a creative outlet for me. So if I can get my stuff together, I'm going to try and finish the week in review. It might be later today on Sunday. It might be Monday morning, um, but we'll get something together. So appreciate you humoring me here. Wanted to give you an update about what's going on. Now I have to go to the pharmacy and see if I'm dying or not, if I'm, if I'm going to end up with MRSA, if I'm going to have uh, an infection go up to my heart and kill me. So if you don't hear me again, uh, it's probably because I'm dead. Oh, okay. Wow. So... So there's that. Um, here's what I will say about Steve. Steve, uh, there's a lot of car crash moments this week. So if nothing else motivates me to get that week in review out, it's that. So that's what I got for you. Hope you enjoyed uh, an abbreviated show with just me. Uh, and until then, I hope that you have 
a great rest of your weekend. The point is, the, the, the frustrating aspect is that I talk to my parents, I talk to friends and family who are already like, well, the reason I am is because I can set the dialogue for the city. 